2023 2024 NFL season kicked off yesterday with the defending Super Bowl champs Kansas City Chiefs matching up against the Detroit Lions. And boy, when I tell you that game did not disappoint, as the Lions upset the defending Super Bowl champions Kansas City Chiefs 21 to 20 on the road, in which the Detroit Lions they use a combination of old school tactics and new offensive schemes slash strategies, while at the same time a little tricks out of Dan Campbell's playbook. And I tell you, <laughs> it worked. He was very gutsy, very aggressive. The main one that caught me my attention was when he called that fake punt. Uh, for, and like the first quarter, it was backed up. It was fourth and one. You didn't get to get a punt, but no, they didn't punt. Instead, they ended up doing a fake punt. They run it up the middle, get the first down immediately. And I was surprised because, like I said, it was backed up, mind you. And it's early on in the game, but that's how it shows. It's a whole new different line scheme for the Bulletproof. Now, yes, at times he did get a little bit too aggressive for the most part, and it almost did cost him at spots during the game. However, it really worked for the most part, and that's what I love to see. You always, you always have a coach like Dan Campbell, you know? And the main game plan they had in this game was stick to the run game. As you obviously got Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. While also getting the play action involved to have the Chiefs defense mostly have him guessing for the most part. And have him doing cardio and also attacking them very aggressive and worked pretty well. David Montgomery and Jamar Gibbs, absolutely I liked out for the most part. Jamar Gibbs, everything you've seen from him show off in this game. His speed was on point. His acceleration was there. His change of direction was on point. His contact was there. His balance was well known for the most part. It, was, it wasn't even close. Just bouncing off tackles. It just wasn't phased by any of the Chiefs defenders at all. And mind you, I said this before. He's going to have a very big role in this Lions offense. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. In this game show, trust me, you're going to see more of this. And David Montgomery, he had over 74 rushing yards, even though his yards per carry were terrible. He also played really not too bad for the most part. He had himself a touchdown as well. Now, if they could just keep running the ball more, like more efficiency, efficient for the most part, then I could really just see these two be one of the more better running back duels in the league. And the Lions offense help him a lot, especially with Jamar Gibbs. You already know I'm very high on that kid. I'm very, very high on him. He finished with seven carries and 42 rushing yards. And again, do not sleep on him. He will be doing this more. The receiving game also attacked him as well. Josh Reynolds had four receptions for 80 yards and a touchdown. Amara St. Brown had six receptions with 71 yards. Their tight end, Sam Laporte, five receptions for 39 yards. Made some huge catches down the stretch. And those guys, they all made an impact in this game. But... I can't forget one person, Jared Goff. Dude was throwing absolute lasers all night long, especially on those dirt and longs, because he was just cool and calm under center. He played his ass off. He finished the game going 22 for 35 attempts, 235 passing yards, one touchdown, and no interceptions. And the main thing with him was that if you drop, if you have him drop back like a traditional quarterback, he really struggled with that. The Lions coaches that they didn't know that they even they even spoke about it for the most part, in which they did work on that, and which you could tell because like I said, he was throwing absolute lasers in the pocket for the most part. Now, yeah, he had the play action game for the most part, but however, right, he was also launching them as well when he was dropping back. You get what I'm saying? That's what he was doing. 
And I really like that from him for the most part. I'm just glad he's on a whole new team that knows how to correctly use him. Got the coaching staff to help him out, you know? Also, I also love the defense because, mind you, this defense was the main reason last year. Because last year, they had one more better offenses in the league, but their defense really held them back. I mean, they literally had to bench their stars multiple times because just how bad that defense was. However, this game going to be completely different. Adrian Hutchinson, he balled out in front of his parents. His parents were at the game. It was actually very good for the most part. And the kid absolutely balled out. He had six QB pressures and three QB hits. And he just single-handedly bullied the newly acquired Jawan Taylor, who they got for 20 mil. He made him look like a bitch. Literally, he couldn't do anything at all he could not walk with him and mind you dude was lining up off sides at times and still he couldn't do anything just could not do anything but those other players as well jack campbell he did really well as well he had some very good plays the drafted out of arkansas dick buckets award all american very good big 10 defensive player of the year he balled out Brian Branch had that 50 at that pick return for 50 yards to tie the game up in the third quarter. James Houston also showed out as well. And also Garner Johnson, he played well also. His energy was there, his trash talker was there, his energy, like everything you saw in him. He balled his butt off for the most part. And mind you, the Lions have to go up against the refs because I peep and everybody on Twitter, Instagram are saying this. They were a lot of missed calls for the most part. The rest weren't even calling that for the most part. It was just absolutely insane. But this is a whole new Detroit Lions team. They will have, they'll make a lot of noise for the most part. It's just that simple. Yeah, they may struggle in the first half, but the second half, they're going to come back and they will kick your butt. It's that simple. This Lions team is different. This ain't the Lions of the 2010s. They ain't the Lions of the 2000s. This is the new era. This is the Dan Campbell era. As for the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, what do I say? When Travis Kelsey went out with injuries, I already knew their offense was going to be bad. But I said, as long as you got a generational talent in Patrick Mahomes, and also you got the young wide receiver core that has a ton of talent on that team, they're going to make an impact. Most notably, there is Tony Sky Moore. And... Well, <laughs> it was just completely unbearable. Now, the two players I did have breaking out, or at least making an impact tonight, was Skymore and Kadarius Tony. Skymore was pretty much doing cardio. He pretty much could not catch a pass at all for the most part. Like, he was basically a ghost, pretty much. He couldn't really do anything. Kadarius Tony, he was absolutely horrendous in every way imaginable. I mean, literally, like, when I tell you he couldn't do anything, he couldn't do anything at all. Like, he only had one reception for one yard. And thumb drops, man. I mean, thumb drops were just brutal. Brutal after brutal after brutal. Especially the one that got picked up by Brian Branson. He had it tipped it and then brian bench picked it off returned for 50 yards and then he did up tying the game and the rest basically took all momentum from him basically both physically and mentally and also i mean I man like it was just bad i mean that receiving core think about it right their receiving core was so bad that their running back isaac bachandra out of new jersey he led their whole receiving core with 
four receptions. He had the most receptions out of everybody on that team. And he only had four. Everybody else got MBS, got Justin Watson. Yeah, they had some big plays that are there. But besides the big plays, they really did not do much for those part. Rasheed Rice, he had a touchdown as well. He was really good at doing anything as well. He was pretty decent, but not really. And this is what I'm starting to worry about the Chiefs is their receiving core. Because, yeah, you got Travis Kelsey, but here's the thing. Travis Kelsey is going to be 34 next month. He's also dealing with an injury. So it's like either going to get one person that receiving core to step up or you're going to have to trade for somebody. Because, again, Kelsey's getting up there in age. He's also currently injured. Or I can see a worst-case scenario. They're going to probably rush him back in which he's going to get even worse, in which he's not going to look the same. I really hope they don't do that for the most part. I really hope they don't do that. I'm not going to really, like, trash Kandarius Tony a lot for the most part, but he did have a terrible game. I'm rooting for the brother. I really hope that he has himself a breakout game next week. They go up against the Jags. He should bounce back from this. He's going to learn from this, and he's going to bounce back strong from this, you know? Same with Sky Moore for the most part. But, man, it was just really bad. Especially that drop. Because, again, that tip pass basically just took all momentum away from him. Both physically and mentally. Let alone the whole team. As for the defense, I mean, the defense actually did pretty decent. Especially their D-line. And keep in mind, Chris Jones didn't even play. He still hold up with his contract issues. And he was, I believe he was in there. He had his own private suite. He was actually watching the game. They did pretty decent. They did pretty well in stopping the run as they had both Dave Montgomery and Jamar Gibbs. They had him only averaging three-point yards per carry, and they made some crucial stops. They forced a turnover on downs. They forced a punt and even a fumble for the Bullsburg. Their linebackers, Willie Gay and Nick Bolton, they both made impacts. They played their asses off. However, the only con I would probably say is that their secondary at times was Inconsistent, Sneed, Joshua Williams, Trent McDuffie. They had times give up some big plays that are there. But besides that, those three played really decent for the most part, especially Trent McDuffie, who, had, who made some key plays. So it wasn't their defense that caused them. Now, obviously, besides the fake punk they did, oh, that was completely out of their control. In fact, I don't even think anybody <laughs> thought it was going to do a fake punt for the most part. They also allowed the Josh Reynolds touchdown, they gave the David Montgomery touchdown, and when he ran up the clock. But besides that, the defense, they did pretty solid without him for the most part. Now, when you look at the Chiefs' schedule, they go up against the Jaguars. That's not an easy team to go up against, actually. That's a very impossible team to go up against. They played them next week. Now, they do play the Bears after the Jags, but then after that, they play the Jets. And I really worry about that wide receiving core because, like I said before, I'm hoping that one of them at least break out because Kelsey isn't getting any younger. And at the fact Mahomes is Mahomes. And the thing that was so frustrating is the fact that he was throwing these pinpoint accurate balls for the most part, and they were just dropping them. Like, it was, I don't know, man. I just really don't know. But hopefully, we're going to see something different from this receiving core next week against Jacksonville. Because if they don't get this shit fixed, it's going to be a long, and I mean a long season for the Chiefs. 
But anyway, it's talking to town. That's my take from week one. God bless everybody and good night.